Welcome to Call Your Girlfriend, a podcast for long distance besties everywhere. I'm Anne Friedman. And I'm Amina Tussauds. And it's so hot. Um, you know, it's not hot here today, so sorry. I'm in my underwear. I'm so hot right now. It's <laughs> LA, LA fall is the true summertime weather. Do you have air conditioning? I do, but it doesn't matter. I mean, in my closet, like packed in with clothes and... No, I was mostly worried for you personally. <laughs> oh my God, no. And in fact, I wasn't home yesterday and I wasn't home earlier today. I was going to send like a PSA email to all of my non-AC friends and just say, you can come. Um, literally wow, chill at my house heat wave moves it's, i know it's getting real out there it is so real it's, it's like, like come over for a lemonade get some ac and then go back to your non-ac place good luck i mean or never leave i have a really nice air mattress <laughs> <laughs> this is what i this is what i keep hearing <laughs> i'm just saying if i received an emergency text from a friend without ac i would immediately say come come stay here yeah no. i mean the black people are also hot it is hot it's it's hot yes okay talking about the weather is boring i am not I to apologize. me <laughs> i'm like the only person who enjoys talking about the weather Well, what's in the news? What are we talking about? Oh my god, our girl Hillary, or should I say hrod17 at clintonmail.com. <laughs> hrod17. R.I.P. the Rodham. I'm like so sad that she's just Hillary Clinton in for most purposes these days. Ugh, well, you know, that sucks. Yeah, our girl in this email scandal that won't go away. <laughs> Which... I mean, in some ways, fair enough. The voyeuristic pleasure of searching through a public person's email, even if it isn't like the complete archive, is fantastic. No wonder it hasn't gone away. Yeah, no, I have appreciated like peering into her email. But I also, you know, I just can't help but think, ugh, unforced error. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so it's so unnecessary and also very humiliating for people to read your correspondence. Even when it's like banal, it's still, mm, I hope to never be in that position. Shout out Amy Pascal. Shout out <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but don't you agree with friend of the podcast, Rebecca Traster, who said that the overall effect of these emails is to humanize her and probably make her more likable? Oh, yeah. I think that this is the best PR she's gotten in a long time. But I also think that the media is making a bigger deal about this email thing. And to be perfectly honest, she really hasn't addressed why she had a personal email server <laughs> at all. It's not like, yeah, she like had somebody install her own server at her house. Yeah, that's not like a whoops, I made a casual mistake. Yeah. That's and like because a deliberate... people don't trust the Clintons, it seems nefarious no matter what. Well, no. it's like, it's it's one of those things, I'm sure, when you have been the target of so many trumped up not real scandals that you're on high alert against, you know, being caught in another one. And that her paranoia clearly created the next scandal for herself. I know, but g 
revelations that we have enjoyed. Hillary watches The Good Wife. Great. Her relationship with Huma and Cheryl Mills is the best. Uh, she drinks unhealthy beverages, I think meaning alcoholic slash adult beverages with know, Senator right? Barbara Mikulski. I know, but it could also just be like she's drinking, you know, like tea with whole milk. <laughs> or they're like going to Johnny Rockets for a milkshake. <laughs> I love it. She gives such good email. The other revelation of this email dump is that Chelsea gives the best email. Oh my god, the massive memo about how the Clinton Foundation is doing everything wrong in Haiti. Ugh, I'm so... Chelsea is like due for a comeback soon. I can feel it in my bones. I will work towards this after her mom is in office. We can like talk. I feel... Chelsea, we're gonna make you like an internet star. I have a lot of feels about Chelsea because like, I remember being an awkward preteen when Chelsea was an awkward preteen and seeing photos of her in the White House and just being so grateful that I was not photographed routinely <laughs> in the way that she was. I, I want her to relent to an interview and actually talk about herself so that she can have her moment. Yeah. And I like her moment is coming. She's writing these like books for eighth graders about how to be good people. She's a new mom. You know, like it's there. All of the ingredients are there. It's just timing. Can't wait. How is new mom an ingredient? I guess like because Man, I don't know how to tell you this. Nobody works harder than new moms. Fact. People work harder than rich new moms. Well, <laughs> don't hit the player, hit the game. <laughs> but re for real, though, for real. No, it's true. I just think that, like, you know, it's like now she has a kid. She's going to be worried about her own legacy. She's going to do something about it. I'm hopeful. I've always been Team Chelsea. Hmm. Nothing like legacy fears to get us some really good interviews. That's, that <laughs> is correct. Usually a little older than Chelsea, though, I feel like. Ugh, Chelsea, don't worry. This will happen. But yeah, email. Maybe if you're a public figure working for the government, don't get a private email. I was mostly sad. I mean, I, 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 there was a lot of things that were greatly amusing to me, but I was mostly sad by the search terms that uh, revealed zero results. Like I basically <laughs> searched Hillary's email as I would search my own for the things that I find entertaining and relevant. I.e. Snacks, drinks. <laughs> Classified. <laughs> Classified, right? Like, yeah, that's basically all of the fun stuff was uh, was blocked out for security reasons. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mostly searched by people. I was, I was highly amused by an email from Bono and his wife who were like, Say hi to Hillary, but they don't really have access to her. So oh, yeah, it was forwarded. <laughs> through someone. And then Harvey Weinstein, like, same thing. Whenever there's a celebrity dump, always do a Harvey Weinstein search. It never disappoints. But with this, he was like, I have this new movie out, The King's Speech. I think Hillary would love it because she loves Shakespeare in Love. Oh, my but God. But this one's PG-13. Apparently, Shakespeare in Love was too racy. So it's good. But again, another like forwarded email. It's like, this is perfect. I, what did you think of her apology this week to her so, supporters? Uh, so, you know, obviously I get the emails. And when it came, you have that like two second ping of like, oh, this is personally addressed to me. <laughs> Subject line, my email. And they're like, no, this is campaign email. I thought it was contrite, you know, and I get that she has to do it because people won't stop talking about it. But again, people just want to know why, and they still have not addressed the why. And I think it will it won't go away for that. Yeah. Like we're gonna be in November of next year still talking about the email. 
like she can't just say I was really worried about someone foying my email and finding something to make a scandal out of so I created a scandal myself like that's not a email you can really send your supporters <laughs> um, I was very disappointed that she one did not send it from hrod 17 and two that she did not type it on her blackberry with the authentic language that appears throughout the actual emails like referring to her husband as WJC and asking like it would have been awesome if she was like sorry about this like p.s can anyone help me with the fax machine oh uh, yeah no the fax machine incident still it's still the best it stings like, it still stings up, hang up. <laughs> but to be fair i'm sort of like i don't know how to use a fax machine it was not really a part of my office life uh, i'm such a pro at the fax it's like scary Upside down and backwards, right? Scary hours over here. Oh, <laughs> so good. Okay, well, good luck to our girl Hills. We'll probably be talking about email a year from now. Oh my god, it's so true. Hillary's eighth apology in like in six months. Well, we'll be because you know it. they release like a batch every week until the end of the year, so it's, mm. we're gonna be here all year, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here, Control F snack for like the next <laughs> six months. <laughs> gonna be perfect and i'm gonna be harvey weinstein like control f the whole time yes we have our missions i think that everybody like who who listens to this podcast should pick like one important search term and commit searching every time a new batch is released (laughs) good wife updates yeah exactly you just see her and huma like going home after work and turning on good wife and just side-eyeing their respective husbands you're like ugh, this is loosely based on you assholes I mean, maybe it's too real for... I know that Hillary has declared an email that she wants to watch it, but, like, I don't want to read a show about a journalist with bad posture, like, typing at a laptop. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, whatever my life is. TV watching is, like, you know, we're basically the same person. She watches a lot of HGTV, love it or list it. Uh, (laughs) And Real Housewives of New York, Good Wife, and Parks and Rec. I'm happy she's watching Parks and Rec, definitely. (laughs) you know she's doing it for on the job training in the weird way where i'm like if leslie nope were a real person she would just be so happy that hillary clinton was watching her and like the weird fantasy land that that show creates i mean i guess that's true of the good wife as well oh so good oh What's our next agenda item? We have had some requests. I know we talked a lot about Taylor Swift last time, but we have had some requests to discuss her latest video, which maybe briefly we can talk about why it's the worst. Um, first of all, I want to say one thing. Shout out to all the Swifties who listen this podcast, to this podcast because it's been a very trying year for us. <laughs> it really has. It's, you know... And people just want to drag our name through the mud, and we're not going to fall for it. But here's the thing. People like Taylor who make bad choices? Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> this video was garbage. And <laughs> I can say that, one, it was not my favorite song, so this is a really easy opinion for me to have. If this had been the video for, I don't know, style, I would be devastated. <laughs> Here are the rules of the game. If you make your video in Africa, quote marks... You have to actually tell us where. If you make your video in Africa, quote marks, you have to have African people in it. Also, it's very 101, but out of Africa fantasy vibes is actually racist. Like, that's not up for discussion. 
no contest. Yeah, it's not like you can say, I just wanted to pick up on the kind of glamorous Hollywood version of colonial Africa and then ignore everything else in the year 2015. Like, that does not fly. Yeah, the only people who can go in that time machine and be happy and feel romantic are white people, therefore problematic. It's true. Although, did you see the statement from the director and other people who made the video saying, hey, we're not all white? I know, but guess what? You can still be racist if you're not a white person. Mm. Hello. And then don't justify this choice. It's 20, it's like 2015. If you're talking about 1950s Africa, it was miserable for African people because white people were ruling over them. It's that simple. No amount of donations to the African Wildlife Fund or wherever they donated. I know, Cecil the Lion trivia video. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So real. No, No amount of Cecil the Lion tributes can make up for this. I just like honestly can't believe this is even up for debate. And also, you know, it's like, fine, your artists will disappoint you. Like people will make shitty choices. I'm not going to indict Taylor's entire body of work based on this one thing. But I'm going to be honest, this thing was a dumb, shitty thing. Right. And the other thing, too, is that for all all of the stuff that they said they were trying to do is totally achievable. I mean, you could have made a video set in Africa that was glamorous, that featured African people. You could have made an abstract. Solange. Exactly. Janet Jackson plus Q-tip. Excellent examples. You can also have your abstract, beautiful gown in the desert video without like saying, hey, we're in Africa and look how African colonial we are. See Shania Twain in a leopard print caftan with a hood Uh, strolling across the desert like a queen. You could have that option. Just like don't do the we are clearly in Africa colonizing some shit without acknowledging that that's what you're doing. Exactly. So Swifties, check your priv. This is not okay. Hoping the next video is better. I want Taylor to succeed. Listen, her videos are the jam. This is, you know, again, unforced error. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of tennis, so I want to talk about everything in tennis terms. Oh, my God. Well, we, yeah, tennis is a much happier story this week. Well, tennis is our shine theory story of the week. Uh, (laughs) Venus and Serena, my heart, I... Man, watching that game was so hard for me because I was rooting for both of them, you know, like rooting for Serena to make history, but also rooting for Venus because she's uh, so beautiful and such a wonderful player. And my dream came true. I wanted Serena to win, but I wanted Venus to give her the business. And that's exactly what happened. Also, Uh, can we? It was a hard game, but well fought. I watched this the way I watch all important events, which was recapped the next day. And And I can't even. You know, this is by now, you you know, this is how I operate. Recaps? Oh my God. I I mean, if it's, if it's the Williams sisters, yes. Wow. Relevant to my life. I learn something new every day about you. But listen, learning. Tell me. In real time, I'm not watching a sporting event. I'm probably not watching any kind of award show, but I will be familiar with all the highlights worth gifting slash vining. And the hug really touched me. The hug was, I mean, I was in tears. She like hugged for those of you who didn't watch. Venus hugged Serena really tight and told her, I am really happy for you, which 
I don't know. If I was competing against my sister in tennis, I would whoop her ass every day of the week. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, we are both not charitable big sisters. <laughs> I know. Also, this is the other thing about the story, right? Is that for the first time in my life, I'm rooting for the little. This is this is a new this is new for me. I feel conflicted, but also, you know, go go where the glory is. Mm. Well, I feel like it was a good moment for big sisters, too. Like, you didn't really have to choose because it was incredible for everyone. Exactly. It was a beautiful game. Everybody won. I The Williams parents, I don't know how they do it. Just watching your kids compete. I would be a wreck. But yeah, it was great. Their dad is just like, yes, I did it. I did it right. This is what I set out to do when I did it. It has to feel great. even Shout if it's, Richard. Yeah, even if it's like con- conflicting. So yes, yay big sisters, yay little sisters. <laughs> yay William <laughs> sisters. Yay big sister. <laughs> uh, I I'm have. So petty. I can't an, believe I said. I that. have an equally uplifting this weekend menstruation. This is going to be our cheeriest episode of all time. Oh, I love it. Um, there a few weeks ago, NPR did a roundup of uh, various cultures that are way chiller about menstruation than ours. There is some stuff in here, it, like a lot of like here is a global overview summarizing cultural values that is to be questioned, but also some kind of incredible quotes. Uh, do you want, do you want to take a quick tour of global menstrual culture with me? (laughs) I I thought you'd never ask. Tell me. Tell me about periods around the world. I have not Google verified any of this. I'm only reading from this one article. However, it tells me that the Rungus women from Borneo are pretty blasé about their periods. Quote, they don't say it's pure. They don't say it's polluting. It's just bodily fluid that needs to be evacuated and they don't make a big deal of it. Which love. Like, that's really kind of where I want to go. Like, I'm all for people who are red tenty, like, moon worshipping. But, like, really, I feel like these women in Borneo are living the kind of menstrual culture that I would like. It's just a thing that happens. The Ulithi women of the South Pacific, they have that hut thing going on where, quote, it's kind of a party atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in Ghana, young girls sit under beautiful ceremonial umbrellas when they begin menstruating. Quote, the family would give her gifts and pay her homage. She is celebrated like a queen. Sounds so kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I don't know. Maybe if you'd seen older cousins or whatever go through it, it wouldn't be. You'd, it would just be normal. Like maybe it's only I embarrassing remember to when us. I first got my period. I guess like my dad just didn't know about it for like a year or like two years or something. And then one one week I got my period and my mom was sick and she was in the hospital. She had like an allergic reaction to some, like, I don't know, something weird. And, you know, so I like sneak into the hospital. I like whisper to her. I'm like, 911 emergency. <laughs> you can't be in the hospital. I'm it bad. That lady did me so wrong. Just casually announces to my dad, like, yo, can you hook Amina up with some menstrual pads? <laughs> I don't know. It's been more of, I, like, yeah, it's been over 15 years. I still want to die. I guess I didn't really. My mom was just like, here are some pads. It was pretty unceremonial. But I do have a very early menstruation memory of going to church. It was like my second or third period. I was very new to menstruating. <laughs> and I my periods when I was young were really, really, really bad. Probably not as bad as many women I know today, but like in the scope of my life, the worst. 
And uh, I remember like kneeling in church and feeling lightheaded because my cramps were so bad. And oh, it was like, no. like, like seriously about to like fall over and telling my mom that I had to like go to the bathroom and her thinking I was trying to get out of church, which was a fair assumption, <laughs> which was a fair assumption as I was like deep in, you know, anti-Catholic rebellion by that point. But yeah, it was miserable. I just remember sweating profusely and like bleeding everywhere in church. Yeah. I just remember my dad like sneaking me money, like he was giving me a bribe at the weird <laughs> handshake. <laughs> slip the money like just like in. take care of this yourself. I'm like please, just I don't want to know. Like take care of it. And I still think about it. It's, oh man, like I can't handle it. Yeah, no. So all of this to say that the like under the tent like party atmosphere queen thing, no for me. I'm just saying, don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, no. like, when have you Maybe ever hated Amina is still being, traumatized? I mean, when have you hated being treated like a queen, practically speaking? I mean, you told me always. you enjoyed a private jet. Uh, <laughs> yes, in the privacy of the jet. <laughs> <laughs> I menstruate in the privacy of my own jet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Don't confuse my like love of luxurious things <laughs> for something else. I don't know. Also, I just want to point out that you did not mention that this NPR blog is called Goats and Soda. Oh, yeah. It's been around a while. I Yeah, man. Not spending enough time on NPR.com or sorry, .org. I mean, great. <laughs> I mean, normally hanging out over at Code Switch, uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, I do dabble in Goats and Soda from time to time. Oh, shout out to our friends at Code Switch. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. What else? We received a letter that is very near and dear to me, so I'm going to read it. Please do. Hey, ladies. Okay, so I get this weird sensation in my vagina anytime somebody touches my belly button. I've always (laughs) thought that all girls must feel this until I told my boyfriend about it. He thinks this is both hysterical and I'm completely alone on this issue. Tell me I'm not. Thanks so much, Lex Hade. Lex Hade is a wonderful artist, and you should check out her, like, paintings. They're unreal. Uh, Lex, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but your boyfriend has got to go. <laughs> He's not a doctor. Who is this body-shaming boyfriend who's like, uh, no. I don't think that he's body-shaming as much as he's, like, not understanding. <laughs> like... When I saw this email in my inbox and I like legitimately screamed because I thought that for a moment, this woman and I were the only two people that felt this. And then after some like reassuring Googling, yes, we are not alone. This is completely normal. I mean, when you told me about this, I Googled sexy belly button feeling and received many results. <laughs> so clearly her boyfriend cannot even Google is what I'm saying. I, well, listen, we're not all dating doctors. I understand this. <laughs> but like, yeah, don't bring a medical issue to him ever again. This is ludicrous. 
Um, but but wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I was so this happens that, like, to most you. Most people didn't feel this. This happens to me. I mean, you know, not like a casual graze of the belly button, but like, you know. Like a finger in there. Yes. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so gross. <laughs> now that I think about it. But yeah, you um, know. I feel like, you know, it's it's one of those things where in the right moment, if you're like all the way in there, because the muscle systems are all like, you know, once you get below the belly button, I feel like it all connects to the clit in some way. In some way, you know, I mean, like this to me has nothing to do with sexy time. It's just that I'm like very diligent about belly button cleaning. <laughs> and- you know, just various belly button activities. But it's the thing that I've noticed since I was like super young. I was I mean, like, this is this is a no go zone. Like <laughs> when you're in public. I think this is awesome. I'm kind of jealous that I don't have I don't experience this outside the context of a sexy moment. Like I can't just stick my finger in my belly button right now and get a get a nice tickle. I'm sad. <laughs> get a nice tickle is right um here what does the internet say about this oh my god uh, careful careful with the search terms you use your belly button is one of your erogenous zones so when you do that you're basically kind of tickling it which triggers a kind of weird feeling everywhere in some cases down there is this web not web md does not it. say down there no this is not web md this is like tumblr md are you kidding me um <laughs> But here's like the actual smart person. She's like, although most diagrams of the female sexual organs exclude this detail, there is tissue connecting the belly button and reproductive organs left over from our days spent in the uterus. And who knows? It sounds plausible to me. Because fetuses receive nutrients from from slash expel waste through the umbilical cord during their development, there's a tube that connects our bladder to our belly button, which doesn't completely disappear after birth. Yeah. And this is called the T-spot. What? The spot between the bladder wall and the vagina. Incredible. Wait, so does that mean, does that mean if it's only because of proximity to the vagina? Or does, are there some men who get this sensation too? I don't know. This is only talking about women. Amazing. Thank you, Lex. If you're a man who listens to this podcast who has a T-spot, holler at us. You careful. Well, you we might get some serious email. <laughs> I want. I want to know. I always assumed this was everybody. I was like, this is why people don't play with their belly buttons. It's too sexy. Whoa. I guess I just thought people didn't play with their belly buttons because most of them are innies. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if um, there's like a body part that hangs off, people play with that all the time. But like more inward facing oh, stuff. Oh, interesting. That's not a drawn out theory. And in fact, I wouldn't even have re- called it a theory until I just heard it come out of my mouth. So I don't <laughs> even know. theory of belly buttons. And so. which dangling body parts we tend to play with. <laughs> uh, anyway, this <laughs> learned something new today. I'm yeah. Great. Okay. Well, I think that's it for us. We, ha- we have a little bit of news. Oh, my God. And yeah, the news is both sad, but ultimately happy, I feel. Which the is... band is breaking up. No, Just don't kidding. even joke about that. <laughs> you know, that's what people are thinking. You're right. They are thinking about that. They're like, mommy and mommy are fighting. <laughs> yeah. But instead, no, the band is coming back bigger and better. So we, so to all of our listeners, we're going to be taking a little break for a couple of episodes, probably through this month and October 
And we have a ton of really cool stuff that we're working on that we can't really tell you about right now, but we will in due time. Including tech upgrades so we don't sound like we're talking to you from the bottom of two different wells. I know. Can't wait to never sit in my closet ever again for this podcast. I mean, I don't know if we can eliminate the closet completely, but, you know, we're going to try. I'm coming out of the closet for the podcast. I'm over it. But yeah, so we'll be... Just think about it as like three, four episodes. Tell all your friends about us and we'll be back bigger and better so right. soon. Just binge listen to all of our old episodes if you want to be reminded why we're upgrading our game a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And tweet at us. You can find us on, uh, you can find us many places on the internet. Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent segue. Um, on iTunes where you can leave us a review if you feel like it on our website callyourgirlfriend.com on Twitter at callyrgf we'll be hanging out there all the time so let's talk also email oh yeah and you can email <laughs> us callyrgf gmail.com oh, Sh- I sound like a drunk I mean shout out to Gina Delvac our, the woman who makes this podcast run whose voice you don't always hear and that's it we'll see you on the internet yeah see you on the internet <laughs>